All right, all right, hey, all right. Hey. What is up, America? It is the last episode of the month of January. I can't believe it, honestly. It's crazy to think about that. Uh, today is going to be a bit different of an episode. I am going to talk to you guys. I'm going to do my best not to ramble. And, you know, um, yeah, I, I think that this might, hopefully this episode encourages you. Hopefully it uh, doesn't uh, discourage you. Uh, but I want to be honest with you guys about some things. And I want to talk to you guys about some all right, everybody, today is the absolute last day for the Good Ranchers 40 free chicken breast, $150 value for free. Listen, Good Ranchers is under attack for supporting conservative voices like mine, and they literally lifted the Dear America podcast up from the ashes to allow us to continue to come to you every single week. So we need to finish off the month as the number one sponsored show by Good Ranchers. I need you to go to goodranchers.com slash Graham right now. And when you use the offer code Graham, you get 40 free chicken breast added to your order that you already get of amazing meats. 100% in America, no China meat. So help support the companies that support us. Go to goodranchers.com slash Graham right now. Offer code Graham. Uh, first of all, I am officially older now. I turned 35 over the weekend. Uh, yeah, made it. <laughs> another another year. Uh, another year down. Uh, but the title of this episode is This Is Not The End, It's Only The Beginning. And most of you probably saw the major announcement that came out Friday the 28th, literally a day before my birthday. And so it was very interesting. 48 hours or so. Um, for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, uh, bombshell for you here, we um, officially suspended my congressional campaign on Friday. And uh, there's a lot of you who are confused, and there's a lot of you who <laughs> are angry, there's a lot of you who are supportive, and then there's a lot of you who could care less, and you may skip this episode. I, I don't know. So I'm going to talk to you guys about it. The past 10 months, I can't believe it's been 10 months that we were running for Congress, um, has been quite a whirlwind. Um, it has opened the door to me of how truly dark everything is. Um, and I'm going to try to walk you through from the beginning, as much as I can tell you, from the beginning of you know why we got in to the middle of everything that went on all the way up until the decision to suspend uh, the campaign. Um, I said it would take a Trump, a phone call from President Trump or a meeting with President Trump to get me in the race. And I said it would take a phone call from President Trump to get me out of the race. Um, and those are exactly what happened. Those things happened. And um, I'm going to talk to you guys about it. And I'm going to try to... Um, express what I'm thinking and what I'm dealing with and what's going on in my head, because I think the biggest sham that people that are in the, I don't know, what's the word, Zach spotlight, uh, that are in front of your, you know, you see on your phone, influencers, I guess Same. influential people. I, you know, everybody always tries to act like, Oh yeah, it doesn't bother me at all. You know, everything's perfect. Everything is awesome. And, you know, the truth is, uh, 
kind of a little, I, I'm not defeated at all in any way, because I think once I explain it all to you, you'll understand the same way that I do. Um, today, I find myself kind of at a fork in the road. Um, obviously, we have the show. Obviously, 912 is here. Obviously, monetizations and everything are going to get turned back on. And, you know, that part of my life will maintain the same. But I'm left with a what's next kind of mentality. And it's a weird place to be. Um, you know, what do you do when you can do anything? Mm-hmm. Uh, it actually is a much harder uh, thing to figure out than you think. So many times our decisions are made for us. Um, what do you do when you don't have to do anything, but you know that there's something you're supposed to do? I, it, it's it's very difficult. Um, anyway, and so um, I guess the best place to start is at the beginning, which I know, you know, we, we had episodes when, when I announced, but like I said, that was like 10 months ago. And so... Um, uh, I, we live in South Carolina and, uh, I currently live in, uh, district three of South Carolina. And, um, when the elections happened, um, and January 6th happened and impeachment for president Trump was, was on the docket in the house. Um, we live in a very red state here in South Carolina until a guy named Congressman Tom Rice in district seven which is about two and a half hours from us at the very top of District 7, uh, voted to impeach the president. A massive, massive, massive betrayal of uh, conservatives, of Republicans, of the state of South Carolina, uh, against the greatest president that we've ever had. And and, and you're never going to convince me otherwise in that regard. And um, even though it wasn't in the district that... that you know, the businesses are currently in, there were a lot of people that started reaching out about doing something and this and that, because the people that were running against Tom Rice initially over that, they were, they were nobodies. And, and, you know, and I, and I don't say that to be degrading. I say it to be the truth that there was no way that they were going to beat Tom Rice. The end. I mean, they're, they're just, there was not a viable candidate going against Tom Rice and Tom Rice was going to win. He was going to win. And so, you know, I started praying about it, started thinking about it and, um, got a lot of phone calls from a lot of people, did a lot of exploring, uh, of options of what it's like and, and, and all this stuff. And, you know, finally I said, you know, it's going to take, it's going to take a Trump to, to, to get me in <laughs> to, to the race. And so I actually spoke to a couple of people in the Trump family. Um, and then finally about, I don't know, a month and a half before we decided to jump in this race, I went down to Mar-a-Lago and I had a meeting with uh, President Trump and we just talked about it, about what it meant to get in the race, um, why I thought that, you know, I should get in the race because I, I believed that people should have an option other than just these people that weren't going to beat Tom Rice. And so I did. So we got into the race. Um, You know, I said it in my press press release the other day. Um, You know, I didn't need to be in Congress. In fact, you know, now that we're out, I can be honest with you, we, we lost 
probably seven figures in the past 10 months off, you know, revenue alone, just off of things that we lost because we were a candidate uh, to go after a seat in Congress to try to give the power back to the people where it belonged. And I felt that it was worth it, that, that it was worth losing that money, that it was worth losing relationships with people because, you know, there are certain organizations that I worked with in the past that couldn't associate with me anymore because I was a political candidate. And so, you know, you want to talk about being on an island by yourself. Um, there were there were there was not a single pro to doing it. Zero. I mean, we literally put the pros and cons on the board and there was not one pro. Except I just felt that, you know, honestly, I felt that God was telling me to do it. And, and I didn't know why, but I jumped. And we announced. And uh, immediately uh, we shattered South Carolina fundraising records um, for a first-time candidate. Uh, we literally broke the fundraising quarter record in half a quarter. Uh, because of you guys and, and your belief in us and things like that. And I couldn't have been more humbled by it. Um, but uh, the <laughs> the positive reception was uh, very short-lived. And I learned very quickly how dark politics are in every state. In every state GOP and in every everything, immediately the very people that loved me for the past six years, being one of the biggest bullhorns for conservative and America first policies and everything, immediately they all turned on me. Immediately the state GOP was livid. Within three days of announcing our candidacy, you know, they called the Trump team down in Florida. Like, who is this guy? How dare he? Even heard words, uh, and these are rumors, I can't confirm them, but heard words of people saying, you know, how dare he not ask for permission or let us know what he was doing to jump into this race because uh, they had their own plans. And... Anyway, so I didn't care. Uh, man, every every local newspaper, we did not have one positive. Nationally, Fox News, The Hill, uh, Newsweek, all the Washington Post, all these national newspapers actually were talking very good about me, which was interesting. I was not expecting that. But we did not have one single positive local story the entire time. They were all hit pieces. They were all, you know, Graham Allen's a piece of crap. Uh, Graham Allen, they would take things that I say in live feeds and just blatantly lie about things that I said. And again, that doesn't bother me. Pfft, you know, I get death threats for a living. I could care less. Um, I had people edit videos uh, trying to claim that I hated Christians uh, that I hated uh, churches. Um, uh, there was this rumor that I was from Georgia and moved here from Georgia. I've never lived in Georgia a day in my life. Um, crazy things. Uh, still to this day, I read on Fitz News, which is you know one of the worst um, articles ever. 
Still to this day, they report uh, that, you know, I'm from Georgia and that I moved here three months or so before I announced into the wrong district that I was announcing for. Um, You know, these people are idiots, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. And I can say that now because I'm not a candidate. (laughs) Um, You know, Fitz News is a gotcha, uh, you know, uh, sea urchin ground uh you know just ugh, they just hang around try to get every little thing they can on the on the bottom feeder that's what they are for clicks um you know and there is this myrtle beach sc online place that hit me all the time where you know a whopping 230 people would read their articles you know and these people are just just bottom feeders um and they were all lies. And, uh, you know, they they claimed during the campaign that they had reached out and got confirmation from our uh, campaign that we had no intentions of moving to the district, which was a lie. I mean, everyone here can can vouch for the fact. I mean, I was trying to figure out and we were planning on if this election went our way, we were going to move all the businesses and everybody down there. I mean, it was going to be a massive undertaking to be able to do so but that's neither here nor there um the hit pieces were expected the betrayal by my own state gop was not i'll be honest about that uh the the casting us out onto an island the people that were friends um because they just couldn't associate with us anymore because I was a political candidate, I was not expecting uh, Facebook cutting off our money literally three days after we announced was not expected. We were expecting that if I won. We definitely were not expecting that three days um, afterwards. And so from the very beginning, there was such a financial strain. I mean, yeah, seven figures, pretty easy it is, you know, yeah. that have been lost on this. But, you know, I wasn't going to let that deter me. Um because, like I said, I wanted to give people an option outside of Tom Rice or these people that really had no shot ever. That they, they just never had a chance. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Birch Gold. Birch Gold, Birch Gold, Birch Gold. The economy is in the crapper, the end. Inflation is at a 40-year high, and the simple truth is it's only going to get worse. If you care about your family, your savings, maybe you've saved up 10 grand along the way. Maybe you saved up more. Maybe you're thinking about the future for your kids, for yourself, retirement, etc. That's why you need to go with Birch Gold right now and invest your savings into gold, silver, and precious metals. This is not a money-making scheme. This is to protect the money that you've worked so hard to keep. That's it. All you got to do is text the word Graham, G-R-A-H-A-M, to the number 989898. That's it. There's no cost, no obligation for a free info kit. This 20-page Comprehensive guide reveals how gold and silver can protect your savings and how you can buy them under the umbrella of a tax-sheltered account. Plus, if you order by February 28th from Birch Gold, they'll send you a signed copy of my new book, Dear America, Live Like It's 912. So what do you have to lose? Nothing. All you got to do is text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898. 
now. But in the course of those 10 months, things changed. And other people got in the race. Um, and, you know, uh, those people will be made the announcements that the president decides will be made soon. But either way, as it went on, uh, especially one really viable candidate uh, put their name in the hat um, to go against Tom Rice. And it did. It changed some things. Uh, and we continued our campaign. We continued fundraising. We continued working for the people. We continued getting endorsement after endorsement after endorsement after endorsement. But then I started getting phone calls. And I started getting, you know, hearing from people. And, you know, we started polling and getting polling back. And, you know, polling is the most powerful thing. And a lot of people don't even realize it costs like 15 grand to run a poll. Really? Yeah, it's crazy, uh, you know, how much it cost to be able to run this thing. And, and you know, there's a lot of rumors going on right now. Oh, Graham made all this money, uh, took a, I, you know, I didn't take a dime from the campaign. In fact, the campaign begged me to, you know, like keep receipts that I would spend personally, you know, uh, gas, hotel visits, this and that. Um, and I never would. I, I never took a single dollar from the campaign. In fact, I put a hundred grand of my own money into the campaign um, because I didn't I didn't believe in it. And I didn't want there to be any question of any kind on if I was getting rich off of a campaign or not. You know, I, I, I wanted it to be black and white, simple. Graham Allen took zero dollars from the campaign. I, you know, I was very clear on that from the beginning. Anyway, but the polls started to show a different story than what the national, I guess, view was. And so, so I want to address that because that seems to be why everyone is so confused. Because nationally, yes, I mean, we were the highest profiled challenger in the congressional races. That can't that cannot be argued. That cannot be well, except for maybe Herschel Walker now. But again, Herschel Walker wasn't in the wasn't in the he wasn't in the Senate race when I first jumped in. But national polls compared to district polls in realms of Congress, uh the people were telling a different story. And um it began to become very, very, very clear that me and this other person in the race were going to split the vote. And it was going to turn into a very, very brutal battle that most likely would not benefit the people of District 7. If anything, it would keep Tom Rice in his seat. And so... That's kind of what was actually happening in reality. And so a lot of people need to realize that a lot of the things you see, a lot of these polls from people in California that just do random spot check polling that showed me like 20 points ahead in the polls, those weren't those aren't real. Those are those are highly inflated fringe polls to make things look a certain way. Uh, the polls that we run, where we actually call people in our district, thousands of people, et cetera, our internal polling showed a much different story. And the one thing that I said from the very beginning of all of this is that I wanted to be a help. 
I didn't want to be a negative. I, I just wanted to help because I didn't need to be in Congress. I just felt that there was a void. And so I stepped into it. But then there became more true challengers that got in along the way. And, and, and like I said, the, the internal polling, and we ran multiple polls, multiple polls, multiple polls, multiple polls. The internal polling became very, very, very clear that could I win? Yeah, I think anybody, you know, said, yeah, yeah, I could. But the risk of staying in and splitting the vote to where a rhino impeachment voter stayed in, was it worth it for my own ego to stay in for that reason? Um, and I believe to be true to the reason that I got in in the first place, which was to make sure that Tom Rice did not remain in his congressional seat. I came to the decision. Um, I was called. Uh, and, you know, the, the, the Trump campaign, they at no point did anybody in the Trump campaign demand me to leave or anything like that. But, you know, it, it, it was... It was very evident that, you know, the state GOP was not going to get on board with me. It was very evident that we, me and another candidate were going to split the vote. And I was not going to be the reason that a rhino impeachment voter stays in office because of my own pride and my own ego. All right, everybody, this winter, upgrade your daily routine with Bespoke Post and their new seasonal lineup of must-have box of awesome collections. Bespoke partners with small businesses and emerging brands to bring you the most unique goods every single month. It's awesome. It comes to my house every month. It's no hassle. It's easy across the board. It really has no hassle of your life whatsoever, but it makes your everyday life even better. No matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered from winter cocktails to cozy threads and camping gear essentials. Box of Awesome has collections for every part of your life. To get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them pick the right Box of Awesome for you. It's free to sign up and you can skip a month or cancel anytime. Each box comes at only 45 bucks, but it has at least $70 worth of gear inside. Plus, with each Box of Awesome, you're supporting small businesses. 90% of everything that comes in your Box of Awesome is from a small up-and-coming brand. So, get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code GRAHAM at checkout. That's my name. That's boxofawesome.com code GRAM for 20% off now. You know, I said that if if I said from the very beginning that if I was not President Trump's pick for Congress that I would get out. I said that from the very beginning. And at the end of the day, I wasn't. Um, and here soon, his pick will be announced. And I am going to put my full support behind that pick. Because I said it from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. That's what I was going to do. Um, and, uh, you know, the day that the announcement came out. And I want to thank President Trump for putting out an email about me, uh, for those of you who didn't see it, I'm going to read it. He he sent an email 
from his Save America uh, thing, and it was uh, it just says the statement. This came immediately after our announcement that we were suspending the campaign. And it just said, Graham Allen is a warrior for America first and has always answered the call to serve our nation. Thank you, Graham, for your support of the MAGA ticket in 2022. Graham has a great future ahead of him. Um, But what a lot of people don't know is that the president actually called me probably about 15, 20 minutes before the... um, the announcement came out, which I thought was, was, was really amazing. He didn't have to do that, right? Like president Trump, from what I understand, he doesn't call everybody <laughs> and, um, you know, but, but he did. And, and, and I'm not going dis- to disclose what we talked about personally in that phone call, but, but I will say that he was truly, uh, supportive of, of us and what we do here. And, you know, this decision was purely, it was purely, we have to win back. We not only have to win back the House and the Senate, we have to fortify the House and the Senate. And me being in there, unintentionally, I became a liability to that happening. Um, because we would have split the vote and by splitting the vote as much as we would have, it, it gave Tom Rice a chance. Whereas if we all get behind this other candidate, Tom Rice has no chance, zero. And, um, we had a very good conversation. We talked about future stuff, uh, which the president will be making those announcements soon. Ken, I'm not going to tell you what we said, but, um, I left that conversation feeling very humbled uh, by the uh, respect that President Trump gave to me. Um, And hopefully President Trump knows the respect that I have for him. Because now it's time for me to be honest with you guys. Um, This, you know, making that announcement nationally, um, (laughs) Theoretically, or actually speaking, you know, getting my butt kicked or embarrassed in front of the nation. It's not it's not easy. Um, and it hasn't been the easiest thing to process the past couple of days. Um, how do I say this? I'm sorry for the pauses in this. I, I just I just want you to, you know, know my heart. When I say these things to you, I just, um, I don't really know what's next right now. Um, I'm going to take some time to think about what the next step is. Like I said, obviously, you know, the show still goes on and we're going to come to you three times a week. Um, you know, we've got contractual obligations of things that we have to do, but, but I've really got to figure out what the next move is for me. Because if anything, after experiencing everything that I experienced, and and this is where I hope that you've stayed with me through this podcast and, and, and you're not discouraged, I hope you hear the next part of this, that I am more determined now than ever to be more involved than I've ever been to make sure that we get the best people into D.C. and into state positions than I ever have. 
Because, like I've said in many podcasts, I used to think that D.C. was the disease and what was happening in our states were the symptoms of that disease. And, and now I realize that it's actually the exact opposite, that what's happening in our states are the diseases. Our states are sick with corruption, with greed, with evil, with establishment GOP members that think that they own you. And the people that we end up with in D.C. is the symptom. But I also see that there's so much more that can be done (laughs) than just going after a congressional seat. Because so many people go after it because they just want the title, congressman, congresswoman. When the truth is there's so much more that can be done and affected for positive growth and change within our country. And I've just got to figure out the right step for me in that regard, because I have no intentions of going anywhere. In fact, like I said, it's the exact opposite. Monetization is going to be turned back on in Facebook, which means my reach is going to be cut back on in Facebook. And so I have every intention of being the most annoying pain in the butt, just loudest gnat that these leftist and establishment GOP rhinos and members have ever, ever, ever dealt with. They are going to hate me even more than they already do because now I know. Now I've seen behind the veil that I knew it was bad, but I didn't know how bad until I saw it. I'm going to continue to fight for President Trump and America First policies. I'm going to continue to say the things that many people feel as though they can't say. I'm not going anywhere. Too stubborn for that. But I'd be lying to you if 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 I wasn't a little wounded, I guess you could say, right now. I think anybody would be. You know, I, I said the difference between me and everybody else is my mistakes the whole world knows about or my failures the whole world finds out about. Uh, I can't just, <laughs> can't just hide away uh, without everybody knowing the big elephant in the room. Um, but I am at peace with it because I know that it is for the greater good and the greater good right this second is guaranteeing that we take back the house and the Senate and we fortify the house and the Senate in 2022. And so that's it. That's the whole story, guys. Um, the congressional campaign is over. Is it the end of me ever running again? I don't know the answer to that, to be honest with you. Like I said, I I mean it when I say I'm going to take some time to truly figure out what the appropriate next growth is for where we're going, what direction we're taking everything. Um, And I want to say this to you guys. This is not the end. This is only the beginning. And we're not judged. We're not judged by our successes. We're judged by when we get punched in the face and we fall down and it doesn't go the way that we think it's going to go. What we do next after that. 
And so I truly, truly, truly believe that this is not the moment where it stops. I believe that this is the moment where we look back three, four years from now and go, that was the day that everything changed and we took it to the next level. So in saying that, I hope you enjoyed this very different uh, podcast. And I want you to know that I love and appreciate every single one of you guys with my whole heart. More than you guys will probably ever know. Physically, spiritually, mentally, I give everything I can to you guys in the show, and I will continue to do so. This is not the end. It's only the beginning. And I'll see you guys again next time. <laughs>